0: This is Passion for Your Passions, a podcast where we talk about the things and people in our lives and what they mean to us. I'm Julie. And I'm Krista. And today, we're talking all about relationships. Guys, I've been in a relationship for 12 years. (laughs) One time I was dating this guy for a while and then he got down on one knee and he begged me to never call him again. One guy broke up with me while we were in the shower together. Skywriting isn't always positive. Another time, a guy invited me to a beautiful uh, picnic with wine and flowers, and then when I tried to sit down, he said, don't eat anything, Rebecca's coming. And then he broke up <laughs> Gaze at the person across from you now. Feel a sweet spark of connection. If you don't screw up this moment somehow, maybe you won't die alone i don't understand your human relationships so um goodbye so to start my current state of being is i'm really fucking damp right now because <laughs> as soon as i left for work it was pouring rain i just went all right <laughs> just yeah. walked to my car i really hope that The thunder is audible, but I'm really going to doubt that it is. And also, it's stopped raining now, so it's just kind of a bummer. Kind of a bummer. Now that we wanted it, it's gone. (laughs) There was one episode of the podcast, and I don't know if I left it in or not, but, like, you could hear... I think it was, like, hail. It was windy as fuck. Yeah, there was, like, some <laughs> hail. And yeah. I, I remember there was a couple times I was listening to it, and I was like, "What the? what is that? And I'm like, oh, it was hailing. <laughs> oh, okay. I can't do anything about this. That's just going to be there. <laughs> Not to mention that where we record is right over my garage, so anytime my husband leaves, there's just, like, this two-minute awkward <laughs> pause of us being, like, do, 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 do. So that's pretty much anytime you get like a weird skip, it's because we have to cut that whole like us just (laughs) sitting there waiting for the noise to stop. So, guys, this is another weird one. And it's from me. So Of course it is. Of course it is. And, you know, since we talked about my husband just a little bit, this episode is about relationships. And I'm just here to say I have been in a relationship for a very long time. It is about ready to be two of my anniversaries. One marriage for five years, <laughs> very, very shortly. Actually, really uh, around the time when this episode comes out, which is why we decided to do this now. And then the other one is that I have actually been with the same guy for 12 years. And that's coming up too. So, this blows my mind because it's the opposite of my love <laughs> life. <laughs> well, I know. that's That's kind of what we have to get into. And I mean, I think that was like the first thing that we were just going to talk about. It's just like, well, I mean, okay, this, this one is gonna be a weird one. I will just put that out there up front. I think it's just gonna be kind of a very loose conversation. And then we're gonna have like some kind of silly stuff thrown throughout. (laughs) I I don't know how long (laughs) this will end up being just kind of wanted to talk about, you know, relationships and just like some of these things that are differences between Julie and I because like, I think even Julie and I have some interesting differences just between like how we view people and stuff, and I think that that's interesting, and we could talk about that and like the successes we've had and the failures we've had <laughs> with some of that kind of stuff. I mean, okay, not to be like Julie's the a a failure, Chris no, is success. No, it's not. <laughs> that's, that's not what, what I mean just now. <laughs> no, because I don't even necessarily mean relationships like between two people, like. I, I was about to say something a a very, very songs. graphic, but you know, <laughs> you know in the uh, going on dates kind of way, it doesn't have to necessarily be that. It could be friends. It could be relationships with your family. You know, it could be any of those Relationships with the deli lady from. Why you know, would you bring <laughs> that up again? I'm traumatized. <laughs> it's a, it's a relationship. How do you view that relationship? <laughs> okay awkward so again to start and I mean I don't know if this has come up like a lot as we've done this podcast I think people have probably like heard me talk about my husband yes I do have a husband I've been married for a while five years and then also like I said I've been with him for a very long time it's like I've been married forever basically just locked down sweet (laughs) yeah <laughs> high school sweetheart which oh no now you've revealed our age oh, it's shit. happened <laughs> well they don't know when that started like it could have yeah, been I, at the end but of i did year. just say 12 years so could've, that gives them some roughs could have been at the end of the <laughs> Oops. We haven't said it so far, and now it's happened. Cut do, it. Cut it. Do the math. Or don't. Or don't. We don't care that much. Gotcha. <laughs> Dude, I had somebody at work who was talking to me about ages and stuff recently, because I don't know what it is about me, but I confuse people to death with my age. You always have, though. It, was, yeah. it Because when you're younger, it's because of your mom. Like, how you two look just confuse the crap out of people. Yeah. My mom is very young, so... For a long time, like especially when I was in school and stuff, people thought that we were sisters. In fact, they <laughs> thought Krista was the older sister half the time, which yeah. is even weirder. <laughs> yeah, and I still get like a lot of weird things about my age. I think people do. I mean, eh, sometimes people will age me up. I don't know if they necessarily age me up a lot, but like I think the problem with how I am as a person is what's confusing because I don't really act. <laughs> how old I am and I never have like not even since I was a little kid which was also part of the problem because like I will make references to things that are far older than I am and it's like really bizarre like even the other day I was I mean I know we were talking about Jurassic Park the other day but like Jurassic Park like I I would not have seen that like when I was a kid like basically but like I was watching that the other day and I was like talking about it and like it's stuff like that where like I know it's confusing to people because it's like yeah, I reference, like, all these things that, like, I should not be referencing. And so, it's just like, how, how yeah. do you know about that? How old are you? We have the same problem. Because when people talk to me, they're like, oh, man, you're, like, in your late 30s. Because, I mean, I own my house. I, own, like, just where I am in life, I just seem mature and old. And then I'm like, dude, no, I'm not even 30. <laughs> <laughs> you, you should talk to me more. <laughs> yeah, you should talk to me more. I'm kind of ridiculous. <laughs> and then they're like, oh. And then if they look at me, they're like, oh, you're, like, in your early 20s. I'm like, no. <laughs> I know. Okay, so so here's the second part of this story that's really bad, and then we'll, we'll get back to different things. But I thought this was so funny, because so this basically here's the story: is this guy um, who's a coworker of mine and like a relatively new coworker of mine was was basically like. I can't figure out how old you are. And I was like, Oh, same. I can't figure out how old you are either. And, um, and so he told me how old he was and I told him how old I was. And we were like kind of talking back and forth. And like, I could tell like, it was like a little bit weird because like, I'm, like significantly younger than he was. And then also the other thing was I didn't have the heart to tell him that he's the same age as my stepdad. (laughs) So that was awkward too. Like he's a very cool guy, but it was just one of those things where I was like, oh my God, like this is, this is so many levels of awkward and I don't know what to do about it. I just need to let it go. (laughs) Okay. Through this conversation, I'm going to branch into a topic we didn't have written down. Age range with dating and like friendships and stuff. How do you feel about that conundrum? Okay, well, so I have a problem, <laughs> me specifically, because I don't know. So I have a problem with relationships in general. That's kind of my thing. Yeah, it sounds fun, right? When I say that, yeah, it's, it's my like, thing. Everyone sucks. <laughs> yeah, everybody sucks. That's my thing. <laughs> now, um, it's a lot of it kind of goes back to how I was when I was younger. I didn't have like a lot of great friendships. We were good friends, but like beyond and I that wasn't I enough did... for you. No, <laughs> you're <laughs> good. Scary. But like other than that, most of my relationships were pretty bad. Like I didn't have like a lot of good friends, or if I did have good friends, I didn't see them all the time. So like I went to camp with people, for example, and like I had some good friends when I was in camp, but then it was like, you go back to school and it's like, oh, I don't see you for nine months. I don't, and then you see you again at camp and you're like, are we still friends? Maybe? I'm not sure. This you is choose? weird. Was too much? <laughs> yeah. And sometimes I think most of the time we were still friends, but like it was always just kind of, and then sometimes people would leave from camp. I never see them again. And that was just kind of like how I lived my life. And yeah, I just, I think that's kind of carried into me being an adult plus the other part of the problem with me is me being weird in the way that I'm weird. Because honestly, I do sometimes kind of wish I was more of a fringe person, not like, I mean, you know, I don't really care about sports and like, you know, all that kind of stuff. But like, I think, I think I would have an easier time if I was either more normal, or more weird. (laughs) And the problem is, is like, I'm too middle. So like, I don't, I don't like have a lot of like very weird friends because that doesn't quite work for me. No, I wouldn't even put you in that category. I not quite. And then the other thing is, is like the kind of more normal people. I like, I don't fit in with that either. So like, it's basically where I was going with the story is, is one of the things that's very odd about me is when I kind of like will friend people, like people at work, for example, I tend to friend people who are quite a bit older than me. And I think part of the reason for that is is people around our age find me very strange and then they typically don't like me. Whereas people who are older, they're like, oh, she's just quirky. And like they're fine with it and they deal with it. But for some reason, people who are my age just don't deal with it. Nothing to do with it. (laughs) They don't deal (laughs) with it. Too far, Krista, too far. (laughs) Or not far enough. Like not. Yeah. So what about you? I realized something really weird about myself. I don't know when I did. I know it was recently, but random fun fact or depressing fact, whatever you want to call it. I haven't had a living grandparent as an adult. Like all of my grandparents were gone by the time I was 14 or 15. And so I think through my life, I've inadvertently always looked for like a grandparent. <laughs> You've created, grandparents. created great. I have. <laughs> I didn't even like, it was something I didn't realize. So I have quite a few friends that are like, grandparent, like they're old enough to be my parents' parents. Yeah. And I've always had someone like that in my life that are specifically not my parents' friends. Yeah. And it just made me laugh. I'm like, I guess I've just always looked for a grandparent. Yeah. I mean, I kind of, that's kind of like what I was saying too. I mean, I guess your reasoning is different, but yeah, I kind of have that too. Well, like I didn't go out going, I need a grandparent. It would just happen. Like it would just be that way. So when it comes to friendships, I don't think age is important at all. I think it's actually more important to have a diverse age group, even if like, you know, your nieces and nephews, if you want to call them friends in a way like that age gap there where you get that perspective of youth versus right. what you're living and then the much older people that can do the reverse to you. Like I think friendship wise, age is a very important thing to be kind of diverse in. Obviously yeah. you're gonna probably migrate more towards your age on the majority of your friends, but you need a little bit of diversity. I Unless feel like. you're me. Because I have have problems. (laughs) Well, so then the other part of my problem, too, is that I have an easier time with guys than I do with girls. And I think, I mean, there's two parts of that. One is, I mean, you know, say what you will. And I mean, I think like in our new generation, you know, people have kind of diversified this a little bit. But like, especially in the land of the corn, we'll say, a lot of the girls do kind of fall into like this kind of typical category and a lot of times I don't mesh very well with that category of girl. Like, it's like, because it's like if we're around each other, they'll like immediately be like, oh, you're a girl, let's talk about these things and like XYZ. And I'm like, I don't, I don't care about those things at all. And this is very awkward. And I don't want to talk to you. And I'm sorry. Like, I feel bad in a way, but also I don't want to talk to you because I don't have any similar interests with you. And not that that always happens. Sometimes I do find like, girls who I have things in common with and that's great. But like a lot of times that's what happens. It's like, I'll go to a party or something with my husband and you know, like there'll be people like that he's kind of friends with and like maybe their girlfriends are kind of more normal, quote unquote. And then I'm like, I'm awkwardly here, (laughs) I don't belong. I don't think I like the extremes of either gender really. Cause I mean, what you're like sports, there's nothing in this world I care less about than, like, sporting events and beer and, like, what you would call the man's man nonsense, if you will. I don't Mm -hmm. like those people. (laughs) But I know, I think it's because they're just more abrasive and so I know how to get along with them better. Mm -hmm. So I think it's more of that, like, we just know how to flow with those kind of people better because we understand their intention and, like, just what their meaning behind it versus women that are what you would call the very stereotypical, I'll call it sitcom women, like, from the 90s sitcoms, Yeah. Like, where if you don't engage, they don't engage. And, well, men's men will just talk to talk. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, and So, then, I think that's yeah. the difference, but I don't like either extreme. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I wouldn't necessarily say, like, those people are my friends. It's just that, like, the way that I am, it's easier for me to talk to guys. Because, like, even if we don't have anything in common, like, I can still normally, like have a conversation, and, like, keep things going, and, like, you know, like, you know, they like sports, so it's, like, do you like to go hiking, and, you know, like, there's normally, like, connections that I can make, and, like, it works, whereas, like, sometimes with girls, it's, like, just I (laughs) I just don't know what to say to you, like, we don't have the same hobbies, like, I could maybe talk to you about makeup, but also, like, I'm not that good at makeup, so, like, I don't 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 want to talk to you about makeup, like, yeah. I, just, I don't know I any can. of the celebrities you're talking about. I don't know any of the products of what you're like, it's... Yeah, it's like just completely speaking a different language. But I have had girlfriends before. It's just, in general, I've always had an easier time with guys. I don't know. It's not me saying anything about girls or anything in particular. I just, I have an easier time with guys. It's just, yeah. It is what it is. We're and both like that. <laughs> Well, yeah, and I mean, the other thing, too, which I think this is the thing, we could talk about this just a little bit, is that I think maybe in some ways it's a little bit easier for me, too, because I am married, and I've been married for so long that it's just, like, I can just kind of be around people, and I'm just, like, non-threatening. I'm just I'm there. very threatening. <laughs> so I'm just there. I am very threatening. Yes. So women... And men. People come at me aggressively a lot. Well, I think the other problem that you have is I think you... Because... Okay, here's the thing. Here's the secret podcast listeners out there. Everybody loves Julie. This is the thing. It is. <laughs> it has been a crazy problem throughout our lives. Everybody loves Julie. And I think, like, for me, like, you know, being married and stuff, like, it kind of... I mean, not even necessarily that people would be like that with me. I'm not like trying to say like, we're like foxes and everybody likes us or whatever. But like, I have a barrier, you know, can be like, I'm married, like, I'm not a back off, you. like back <laughs> off. Just don't yeah. like go find somebody else. You know, don't look at me like that. But like, yeah, Julie, I have a lot of struggles. <laughs> Julie, well, it's just everybody. Every You guy. say everyone loves me. It's not people hate me. Or love me there's no in between like there's no just person who goes yeah i guess she's okay they're either like oh my god she's the light of the sun or they're like fuck that woman to the depths like i don't it's being a weird girl it's what it is like this uh, being a weird girl is a blessing and a curse it's wonderful because you know fuck normality and all that shit but it sucks because it means that when people meet you they're like wow, you're so different. Look at you. I've never met a girl like you before. Whoa. Why is that my problem? <laughs> <laughs> I want to date you. And it's like, well, can't date everybody. <laughs> sorry about that for you. So sorry. And also, I don't want to. But no. we could just be friends, you know? <laughs> oh, and then they misinterpret and it's a whole another awkward thing. Mm-hmm. And then four years later, they're like, just like, hey, I've always loved you. And it's like, well... See, we joke about this. This happens to me, like, every few months. I swear to God. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Everybody loves chilling. Everybody needs to know this, that this is a problem. And, look, other weird girls out there, I don't know. I mean, whoever listens to her podcast doesn't listen to her podcast. Like, I swear, it is, like, the craziest thing, like, just being a weird girl. My one friend, uh, she's exactly the same way. And it's hysterical. She was telling me a story because I just went, I thought I was the only person that had these ridiculous stories. And to kind of paraphrase one of her stories, she was she's an art major. And one of the guys, she went to a small school. One of the guys in this class, like, took over an assembly that the mayor was at to sing her a song about his affections for her. <laughs> and how much he loved her out of nowhere. <laughs> like... And she's like, dude. <laughs> like, I, supposed to... and I she's... like women. Yeah, she's a lesbian, so it's even more like, dude. <laughs> but she has stories like that too, where we're just like, what is wrong with people? I think part of it is that our weird types, we don't assume people are hitting on us or anything. I think that's the other thing is we just assume they're weird or that they're just being nice or what have you. And so we miss every single signal until they have to do some grand, obnoxious gesture. And then we're like, where'd that come from? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I do wonder, too, if it has to do with where we live specifically. Because I do, like I said, I do think, like, a lot of females kind of in this area tend to fall into, like, this certain kind of category. And I don't know, like, if us just being the way, I mean, well, I'm not saying us. Whatever, weird girls in general. Yeah, weird girls. Like being like that. Like it's just kind of like, whoa, you're different. And then it's like that kind of effect where it's like, oh yeah, like you're a different person comparatively. You know? I've never met anyone like you. Yeah, and then that's I just don't interest. care. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was it? There's lines that people say to me as if there's some magical line. I'm like, do you know how many people have said that specific dumbass line? Like you're not special. I'm special. You're not special. (laughs) You're just so perfect. Yep, I've heard that. You're just so unique. And I can't like, I've never met anyone like, yep, heard it, heard it, heard it. Mm -hmm. Like, that's cool. (laughs) Just go away. (laughs) Well, I mean, to kind of, I guess, like round this out before I guess we get into maybe like some of the more fun stuff. (laughs) Do we just like want to talk about, you know, just like kind of how we view relationships in general? I mean, this can be like stuff like relationships like with a person you're dating but also just like people in general because like I, I was talking about this before we started the podcast that I think like we have very interesting views we're a little bit different when it comes to this so like I guess just to start with mine like yeah I've been with my husband for a very long time um you know I'm that kind of a person I you know when I like people I like people and I like to you know, be around them. That's, I mean, I know that there's a lot of people where like, you know, you like to move around from place to place or whatever, but I'm the kind of person where like, I like being around people who are there for you, you know, just in general as a rule. And I mean, that type of view is definitely hard. And I can definitely understand why some people don't like that kind of a viewpoint. But just in general, like, doesn't really necessarily matter their relationship to you. Yes, I mean, I'm with my husband and I'm there for my husband and we have a great relationship even, you know, when it is difficult or whatever, but like, you know, like stuff like parents and like friends and like, that's the kind of in general relationships that I look for is like through the hard times, through the good times, like somebody who just like is there for you, has your back throughout whatever in life in general. and. Where that's kind of interesting for me is I don't have a lot of casual friendships because of that. Because, like, I think that for me, I go through kind of, like, ups and downs when it comes to people. And, like, generally for a person, for, like, me to feel close to a person you have to kind of I mean, I don't want to say it's like tests, but like it kind of is almost like tests, like you have to like pass certain things. And if you don't pass those things, like I'll never view you as a friend, like I'll view you as an acquaintance, I can be around you, like I don't hate you. It's just like for me to be my friend. It's like it's a very serious thing because it's like it means like I care about you. It means like I'm gonna look out for you. It means like you know, I might randomly buy you stuff, you know, like things like that. And like, it's very serious to me. <laughs> and this is why Krista cut out so many people in high school. <laughs> <laughs> cut a bitch out (laughs) I mean yeah that might be well plus a million other things that were going on at the same time that led to just like a complete panic attack and meltdown of my life but yeah sure from from there on (laughs) that's kind of the because I mean like there have been like a couple times like since then like high school aside because whatever high school has been forever ago but like where I've thought that I was friends with somebody but then like it would keep being a fight or like i would be like man like i realized like they don't know anything about me like every time i talk to them it's like it's like i'm starting over every single time and that would like irritate me and i'd be like i don't think like i can be friends with them because it like doesn't seem like they actually care about me in any kind of way and like stuff like that like that's kind of like how i i view friendships is it's like i'm cool with like being around people and being acquaintances and things but like for me to be somebody's friend it's like it typically means, like, I care about you. And that's just kind of, like, how it is for me. Yeah, we're very different. (laughs) Mine is kind of the opposite, in a way. Most of my friendships I would call casual. Like, I have... My significant other is not. Like, I've tried to do that, and it just... I can't do it. Like, I'm either there or I'm not. Like, there's no in-between with that. But with friendships, it's... Everyone's casual until they're not. Like, it's kind of just... Like this weird line, I think I have more of a problem where I could be friends with anybody and it doesn't bother me until you cross a line. And then it's like a reckoning, either a reckoning or I just dis- like discontinue like talking to you completely. But usually I will tell you, <laughs> so it's usually a reckoning. So mine's kind of the opposite where instead of people having to get to these certain lines of like, oh, you're on the same page I am, you're like just as supportive, just as like equal as me, we're really good friends, to me it's like... I'll let you decide how casual you want it to be. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> like, the moment you fuck it up. The moment up. you fuck it up. Like, and then also, like, to gauge what the fuck up can be. Like, with you, for instance, there'd have to be a lot for you to do to, for me to be finally like, fuck off. Like, for me to hit that point. I just like, go to your house and burn your house down. Yeah, like, down. even then, I probably, like, she's probably trying to save me from like. <laughs> she was having a passion. day. having a bad day. Like, like, because of the long, how long we've been friends, how... We haven't really had any issues. I think we've had one fight in our entire, like, way too long of a friendship, and it was a very stupid high school fight. Yeah. So, I mean. I think we just got mad at each other. I think we're both mad at things, and then everybody pushed us to be mad at each other instead of them. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's what happened. Um, (laughs) That was a a long time ago. So. That also goes into account of how badly you can fuck up before I'm kind of like, uh-uh, like, we're out. Like, if we just became friends and you flaked on me on every hangout and you've said something terrible about me that made my life harder, that'll be like, all right, like, you haven't done any good in my life. (laughs) Like, you've done more (laughs) negatives, you're out. Yeah. But, I mean, everybody wants to be Julie's friend, so there's just so many casual friends in my life. No, I mean, it is something that I admire about you in a way, that you are able to have like these, because it's something I struggle with. And I think like a lot of it goes back to just kind of like my issues as a person, like the way that I am, but like, it's very hard for me to not know if somebody cares about me. And I think that's part of what it is, is though like, being someone's casual friend is very hard for me in a way, because it's like, I'm always sitting there like wondering about it. Like, I'm basically like, well, I feel like I'm friends with them, but they can't be friends with me. Like that just can't be like, they can't view me that way. And then it just like gets in the way and I, I never end up being friends with them. I have these thoughts. (laughs) It is so bizarre. Like there have been a strange amount of people that I've had this with. Like even up until the point of like, I'll have conversations with my husband and it's just like, no, like you guys are friends. Like this is not how this works. Like you are like taking this to a level where it's like, you're worrying about something that's just not a factor. (laughs) I think it's because you're, you're a people pleaser like me, but you're too nice And so then, you know, you put a lot into friendships and relationships and everything. And it's not that you're expecting a return, but you don't understand what they think of your intention versus what their intentions are. So you're easily taken advantage of, which made you have this overreaction of overanalyzing. Well, I'm a people pleaser and easy to take advantage of. So I just get mean (laughs) real quick. I'm very, I have those lines, like I said, with my friendships where, you're my friend until you fuck up, <laughs> like, until you've crossed a line. Then I'm like, well, negative's outweigh the positive. You're getting cut. So, I think that's... We both have the same issue, but we can deal with it a completely different way.
1: Yeah. Which is why okay. I have
0: a harder time with long-term relationships than I do with short-term. Or yeah, and I mean... That was even, like, something, too, that, like, I kind of wanted to... I mean, like, I don't want to necessarily talk about this, like, you know, because... I've Like I said, I've been in a monogamous Monogamous. relationship for a very long time. I'm very happy with it. Like, we're in a good relationship. It's all good there. But, like, I do, I am of the opinion, like, when it comes to relationships in general, that relationships just kind of are a good thing, however you make that work. I think sometimes people want to get down on people for not having essentially monogamous, can I say this freaking word, (laughs) monogamous relationships. So like, so like, for example, like what I mean by this is like, if you have like a really close relationship with a group of friends, and that's like your everything. And that's like the way you want to live your life. Like if you wanted to go and buy five houses in the same neighborhood, and like, you know, all live kind of together, because that's your whole life. And that works for you. Like, I think there's nothing wrong with that. And I think sometimes like, society makes it out like it is. Like it's like, oh, you're not you haven't been in like a regular relationship, like you failed essentially. And it's like, no, like, I think so long as you have people around you who like you connect with and like you feel close with like, I mean, like I've even known people too will live with their parents, like and they you know, they're a bit older. And it's not like it's a financial problem. It's like, no, like, I just like living with my parents. Like, I don't want to live in a house by myself. That sucks. You know, Like, I get that, too. Yeah, having, like, an inseparable sibling, that kind of thing. That, just because it's not a romantic relationship doesn't mean it doesn't have value the same way, if not more. So, yeah, I agree with people tend to be like, oh, you're not in a relationship. Like, it's some sort of (laughs) checklist that you're supposed to mentally have, which I always fought against and always, like, kind of pissed me off (laughs) in general. And now, like, I get that question. I Actually, I get the question of, like, you don't have kids yet? Why? And I'm like, well, one, I don't want them, but that's not... It's because it wasn't on my to-do list. Like, like I didn't give a shit. Like, <laughs> I had a list. I had a list. It was not got, on there. I got right. to I got to number 37, and I was like, oh, the like, kid, okay. kids isn't there. Kids isn't there. I, like, need to, I need to get some sheep. <laughs> yeah, I need some sheep. Yeah. <laughs> but the list, my list, like, never had get married, have a relationship, that kind of thing on it. So then, it's not something I've really pursued too much. Like, it's just kind of something that happens. But people put so much value, like, that's some marker in your life that you gotta have. And... It's Necessary. Yeah. And I mean, not even to say it too, because like, I mean, I think like people can do whatever they want to do and you know, like whatever you find value in, okay, you find value in it. It's just, I do want to say like, you know, things don't happen. And like, you know, you are in that kind of a situation where you're like, yeah, I find value in being around my parents. And that's where I find value. It's like, that's great. Like have a good relationship, do that kind of stuff. Like, I think that's awesome. Having a good relationship with anybody.
1: It's It's just awesome. It doesn't
0: Mm -hmm. matter who it is. So go out there and pursue good relationships. (laughs) Take the toxic people and, you know. Put them in a hole. (laughs) Put them on a boat away from your island of positivity. (laughs) Yes. The mantra of the day. All that guru crap. Yeah, there you go. Just take it. (laughs) It's story time with Krista. <laughs> yeah, we do actually. We need like a story we need a time. Song, like... So like last time I ended up doing Bilbo. Like I did like him where like he starts writing the story and he's like, where to begin? And I was like, I don't really like this, but like also I feel weird having nothing. Yeah, I did nothing this <laughs> next one. And I was like, uh. yeah. <laughs> I think I'm gonna write like some little ditty or yeah. Something. Gonna... Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> well now I got a guitar player just like. Play. Like, yeah, little, so this is the story time intro now. <laughs> Just now. us saying thanks. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk. I guess I'll talk about like, I'll talk about when I got lost as a child. This is kind of a short one. So, I mean, you know, but I think it's kind of funny. So (laughs) this is, this is just kind of one of the funnier stories I've heard a lot, like from when I was a kid. So like this probably I would have been very young, like maybe three or four, like, probably not at super talking age at super like, being able to express my feelings kind of an age. And there was this time I was with my grandmother, and I think with my aunt, I'm not sure if she was there at first or she came later. I was with my grandmother. And all of a sudden, I went missing. And it like obviously really freaked my grandmother out. She looked like everywhere was like looking outside looking in all these places could not figure out what had happened to me. At some point, eventually my aunt was there. I don't like I said, I don't remember she was there from the beginning, but she eventually came and was there. And so like she was helping too. And I think like even like her boyfriend at the time was helping too. They're looking everywhere. My grandmother by this point was like freaking out because it like, and from what I understand from the story, like it had been like a while of them basically searching for me and like could not figure it out. And it was like getting to the point of like my grandmother being like, okay, I either have to call my mom or the police or something because like I legitimately have no idea where she is. She's just like sobbing like I'm gonna have to tell her that I lost her baby and I don't understand where she went. So apparently, and when I was a little kid, I I, did, I had like a very... I, was, I don't even really want to, like, say this in a weird way, but, like, I was very doll-like in the way that I was. You know, I was very pale. I had very blonde, curly, ringlet hair and stuff. Same. So, <laughs> so apparently, my grandmother had had, like, this bench that had, like, knickknacks and, like, bears and, like, dolls and, like, different things on it. I sat down on the bench and I went to sleep, and nobody could find me just because like they just, doll. You know, just looked like a doll and they couldn't see me. And then I think, um, eventually, I don't know if it was my aunt or my aunt's boyfriend was basically talking to my grandma was like, Hey, you got got to come in here and see this. And they go in and just see me sleeping on this little bench. And they're like, Well, at least she wasn't kidnapped. But they all just were like, we were looking for like, ever. How did this not? How did she not wake up? Like I was just asleep, sound asleep the whole entire time. Yeah, I remember this story. (laughs) Yeah, I did a lot of like goofy things as a child and I I always think some of the stuff I mean I guess that's like you know what being a kid is but like some of the things like when people will talk about it I'm like yeah being a kid is great (laughs) all of my weird kid stories are why did she have that much patience and focus like where I just sit by a bird feeder for hours waiting to watch a bird land and then when it does I get up and leave like (laughs) what kid what six year old would do that or like competitive card building like what (laughs) what Why did I have these skills like at this young age? I'm just maybe I don't know. Maybe it's it from your brothers. I mean, not really like from them, but like because you were so much younger. Maybe I think there I just was like some being being quiet. I don't know. Well, <laughs> yeah. Like leave me alone. <laughs> I just want to be alone and quiet. Yeah, but that's that's my little story. I just it's that's little story just kind of always makes me laugh and. Especially like, I do have some pictures of me from like around that time. And it is funny how I look like whenever I I don't even really recognize myself. Like I look very different from when I was a baby. I don't understand why. But the women in my family have this thing where like when we're very little, we have very curly blonde hair. And then it just goes away. I don't have curly blonde hair anymore. It's like, I don't know, strawberry blonde, whatever you call it, like a brownish, but like most of the women in my family have brown hair, but they all like when they were kids had blonde like Shirley Temple hair. It's very bizarre. I don't I I have bleach blonde hair. <laughs> yeah. So maybe I don't know, maybe it's just a thing. People with blonde hair be warned. You're you, weird. <laughs> you might become brunette or just, you know, become brunette and live that life. Live the life. <laughs> So, our first half was pretty, like, serious life advice, I guess. Which is a weird way to do that, but there we are. I mean, it's not uncommon. for. I think we usually do silly first and life advice, so we're switching switch it up a bit. Yeah, doing... We want to make sure you get that life advice hot and fresh before we do the goofs. <laughs> yeah, so now we're just talking silly bullshit nonsense because we felt like the relationship episode would be a little too serious. Yeah. Yeah, so I had this idea that, you know, like, instead of us talking, like, too much about real people, because, you know, like, I don't want to, like, blast people and stuff, like, even, like, my husband, like, I mean, I'm fine talking about him, like, on a certain level, but I also don't, like, want to just blast him. (laughs) So instead of us blasting people, we could just talk about, like, relationships. And at this point, we're going to kind of probably talk kind of more about leaning romantic, I guess, would be the way, like, crushes and things like that. So So I think the first, (laughs) (laughs) I think the first fun one is when you were a child, Julie, did you have any crushes And we'll try to keep this like TV and movies and things like that. And who were your crushes? (laughs) So to character, I did not like any typical people in any regard. My love of my life when I was a kid, like obsessive love of my life was Jeff Corwin. No joke. (laughs) Really? No joke. Like, I was obsessed with Jeff Corwin. Wait a minute. I'm not sure what... Wait, who is this? Give me some... Do you not know Jeff Corwin? I think I know his name, but I can't, like, picture who he is. Um, Give me, like... When we were kids, he had a show on Animal Planet where he was, like, really silly and kind of, like, went around the world. He's an anthropologist. And... (laughs) Like, so it's him. Like, it's his personality. But all he did was make really corny jokes and then talk, talk all about animals and stuff. So, wait. So, you're, like, the kid who gets the crush on, like, Steve from Blake's Clance type of level. I talk to Steve every day. <laughs> I'll have you know. My mom said she used to come in and, like, <laughs> he would feed on the TV and just say, how are you today? And then go about his day and be like, I talk to my cat. Like, I would talk to Steve. I didn't have a crush on Steve, though. I had a crush uh, Jeff Corwin as a person for years like it wasn't like a little blip because I thought he was cute and funny it was like I love this man and he was my hero and just like I wanted to be him or be married to him like it was my life <laughs> and then I guess eventually it faded yeah he still looks like really similar and he's still like a really good person in a goofball so I can't say it has or hasn't <laughs> I don't think about it. <laughs> so, and then I think like one of the other ones was like, didn't you have a crush on Aragorn? Or am I making that up? That is not me at all. I didn't okay, understand why anyone thought he was attractive when I was younger. Okay, I first was it Will? Is that who I'm thinking of? I yeah. mean, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I knew that there was one of them because I knew you when we were younger had a thing for brunettes. That was like yeah. a big. It like, was Orlando Bloom it. as Will Turner from Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. That was my other one. <laughs> that was when I was more of a teenager, though. I'm talking like. Right, right. From when I was seven and then that's to current, the current. That's I guess. the one that I remember specifically because I wouldn't have been around you when you were. I was obsessed with Jeff Port. I mean, I would you not her have... because it's apparently still current now. I'm thinking about, like, no, I still love him. I'd still marry that man, <laughs> even though he's like my parents' age. Yeah, <laughs> he's probably like 60. I think his kids are my age, so yeah, he's like. to just marry one of his kids. <laughs> yeah, I did. I was like, dude, I could. Like, oh, he's already married. Fuck. <laughs> The biggest one that I remember, I mean, I'm sure I've had others. The biggest one I remember is that I had a really big crush. There was like this live action Peter Pan. And I don't even know. I could probably look it up and like figure out what year it was. I would guess like 2000s was like around the time. I know what boy you're talking about. Yeah. (laughs) And I had a crush on that Peter Pan. And I don't know why, but like I've always kind of had like a thing with not the character, just like the movies. Like I've always liked Peter Pan. So then I think, like, that being something that I liked was also part of that, too. And then I had, like, a huge crush on him for, like, a couple years. Not, like, in a weird stalkery way, because I'm not really quite like that. Like, I don't get that obsessive about things. But, like, I definitely remember there being a period of time where I was like, Man, that guy. He's my guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Despite the fact I think he was probably quite a bit older than me, especially when... I mean, well, okay. That's talking about... <laughs> I realized what I was saying. But, like... I remember being like very young when I had a crush on this Peter Pan and then him being 10 or more years older than me. So that was probably like the first like, yeah, that guy. Well, what's funny is when we were thinking about all these questions, it's like you're watching stuff from when they were our age now and that kind of thing. So our crushes, when you look at them as people, you're like, oh, they're like my parents' age. But I'm watching movies from, like, 20 years ago. So, like, it's, it's different. Because I have one person, like, on a list of what we're going to talk about. And he's, like, in his 50s now. I'm like, well, that's weird. <laughs> like that. Oh, well. <laughs> Just, yeah. It is what it is. So, I don't think age matters as much just because we're watching like different time periods but i do get what you mean that you were a kid like i had to crush on jeff corn as a seven-year-old so i feel like it's not that big at least yours was a kid <laughs> yeah i don't <laughs> well, know how probably 18 yeah i don't know how old he was i would have to go and look into it but he was older and i was pretty young like i was probably like under the age of 10 and he was definitely at least 16 yeah. so like it He's was probably one 18 of yeah one of those kind of crushes and then i don't know why either but like when I was younger, I had a thing for blondes. So You did. I, also, I remember, like, every crush you had was blonde. <laughs> I know. I, but I my whole thing is, is, like, I'm I'm always, like, interesting. That's, like, my whole thing. I like interesting and I like different. So, like, even uh, when I was younger, I had a crush on Legolas, which I think is pretty tempting. not super uncommon. But, like, yeah, I think that still is something that kind of carries into me being an adult, the whole, like slender very like silver haired type of person I don't know why that appeals to me I think it's just because of that whole like I like different type of thing and yet your husband's not blonde I know but (laughs) disappointment no 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 no. my husband's very attractive and I have changed tunes since I was a teenager (laughs) not quite like that it's just in typical like when i think of like the people that i find attractive it tends to be people who are kind of on like the slightly odder side of the spectrum like i wouldn't say like i have a lot of like typical beauties is like the way that i think about it i'm weird and i mean to be fair which we can kind of get into this as we transition i'm not huge on looks i can find people attractive that is a thing that happens but like personality is a big deal to me like I gotta like you (laughs) and if I don't like you it's not really gonna like like I might be like I don't know so like for example we'll use Chris Evans I know like you have things with Chris Evans but like not even that like I dislike him but like it's not because like I don't have like strong feelings of like liking him or like liking his personality or anything like that like I'm just like oh yeah he's attractive And that's just kind of it. But like, it's not really like, oh, yeah, he's attractive. (laughs) Well, I have the same thing that if they play too many characters that it seems like that's who they are, and I don't like that character or during interviews or whatever, they're just unpleasant. I can't be attracted to them. I just can't like, they even have to have at least one character, like the first way I see them has to be a character I like, (laughs) or I won't like them. Like Chris Evans is on my list of like, I love this celebrity personality and looks wise. All of his interviews, he's, like, really open and goofy, and, like, he supports his brother with the, like, um, LGBTQ community, Mm -hmm. and so he's, like, really big in that. He's, like, a really, he's a sweetheart. He doesn't really like being a celebrity, per se, and so now he's, like, pulling away from being an actor and more into directing and... I love Chris Evans so. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't have any problems with him. No no problems. It's just I just used that as an example cuz that love was Cap. literally the first thing <laughs> yeah. that popped into my head. And I love Cap, which also, is how we know him mostly. Yeah. And cuz we're going to get into this next part too. Um So, because the next part that I wanted us to have is like, so current, more current, like who is your types looks wise. And again, from TV and movies, we might kind of focus on Marvel just because there's so many and like, that's a really good kind of diversity to talk about. But like, if there's TV shows and you want to go that way too, that's fine. But one of the other things about Chris Evans particularly is I'm not typically into uh, beefier people. Like, that's just not, that's (laughs) not really a thing for me. I just, I don't, that's not something that's very appealing to me. I understand it. I understand why people like it. Like, I get it. You know, like, Chris Hemsworth, yeah, he's really built. Like, I get that. It's just not really my thing. Like, I, am like, for example, using a completely different example, I understand why people like The Rock. I get that. But, like, for me, I'm like, I can't, that's not, that's not my my vibe. (laughs) Well, okay. Yeah, you're, (laughs) (laughs) but I I have, I've known people like who have had crushes on The Rock, like legit. But like, for me, it's like, I just, it's too beefy. Like, I, I feel like even the same way about like Mark Wahlberg or like, um. Who's the other one? Uh, one, there's like the other Russell, oh, John Cena, that's who I'm trying to say. John Cena too, like a lot of people be like, oh yeah, he's really attractive. I'm like, I just, eh. <laughs> that's just not like a thing that works for me. I get it, understand why people like it. It just doesn't, that's not my vibe. <laughs> See, it's not really my vibe either, but what tends to happen is I like the chiseled face. And so then what happens is like beefcakes will have a chiseled face. So like Chris Evans has like that perfect jawline and everything, I like that. I don't need all the muscle. But it just tends to go that way. <laughs> Chiseled face, big <laughs> fat on the podcast. Yeah, like, well, like, no. One of the people I really like is James McAvroy, who's okay. like a more skinny kind of like mm-hmm. Scotsman. But I love like his eye shape and his face. Like I think that's wonderful. So then he's fine. Like he's my guy. And then one of my other ones is Daniel Ratcliffe. But that's also a lot of his personality. Like every interview, I really like his personality, just how he talks. And his eyes could like Cut through glass <laughs> like they're just piercing, and but you also—I mean, I'm sorry not to cut you off—but you like one other beefcake for sure. My favorite beefcake. He's he very he wasn't beefy. always boy. a beefcake, but he's a very—he's a beefy boy now. He's so beefy. Like, what? <laughs> okay, say his name. Henry Cavill is my boy. <laughs> okay. I have loved Henry Cavill since he was like 20. And he never he wasn't beefy back then. He was like he I think he was supposed to be like 17 in this movie. He was in the Count of Cristo. And I love like his face is so detailed and chiseled. He has like the blue eyes with the dark hair, and that's just like my thing. Superman. Superman. Um and now he's beefcake. <laughs> so it's it's changed and I've loved him through all of it. So it's fine. Yeah. His... Henry Henry Cavill's not quite my thing, but I think the closest he comes for me is when he was Gerald, Really? <laughs> of course. Silver boy. Of course, because <laughs> that's my of the favorite of the Silver Boy. Yeah. He doesn't quite do it for me still though. He's a little bit too hairy as Gerald. He's also just like a super nerd <laughs> but, and like sweetheart. Yes. So that's why I love him. Mm-hmm. Yes. He just for me, for the way that my tastes are, I don't I'm not I just I have problems with like the beefy boys. I don't know what it is. It just it's not not really my thing. But Those I mean, are my he only beefy boys: is Chris Evans and well Henry Cavill. What about going into Marvel? Because I think this is a good one where there's a lot of diversity. So just looks pretty much, and then we could get more into personality. I, if there's like, I guess like for personality, that would be more like if like not necessarily their looks, but like you like their personality. My personality ones are completely fantasy people. Like they're not even real actors. Are <laughs> <Our> the list side. <laughs> What, like Jarvis? No, like, um... Jarvis. we'll, We'll get there. Okay, okay. Let's just talk about just looks. So, personality aside, and we can even say, we'll just say, like, the Marvel characters. Like, it doesn't have to necessarily be the actors. Like, just from the Marvel universe, particularly. So, like, for example, for me, one that I have that is very weird, and I think a lot of this, which I know, you can sit there and you can be like, oh my gosh, Krista, what a heterosexual you are. You're so monogamous and blah. But like, yeah, my opinions have changed. And I do like my husband. So a lot of people that I like do look like my husband. One of the things was, is I really liked Loki from Thor Ragnarok. Not that my husband particularly looks like him from there. But it's like the same kind of vibe. And I know a lot of people hated him how he looked in that one. But for whatever reason, I thought it was attractive. So there. there you go roast me <laughs> roast me on facebook for my opinions <laughs> now i'd say Loki's on my list too for marvel characters like because when it comes to marvel i also other than chris evans i don't like the like i don't think thor i get why, like you said where right? i get why people find him attractive of course but he's just not my type like i don't typically i don't really like blondes most of the time i'm the opposite i like right. the dark features so the minor, like I think Benedict Cumberbatch, he's never looked better than his Doctor Strange. Like he just, even though I think he's a jackass and wouldn't like him in person. Like, yeah. He oh just, man, on that cape! Oh my the gosh. The cape, the like wizardy that, look. That <laughs> freaking that set design. Can we talk mm. about that? that was, that was, yeah, that was my crush. That set design. <laughs> that set design. No. Uh, it was so stuff. good. He had like the best <laughs> outfit, but yeah, uh, yeah, he was definitely a good one. And I think because we were just talking about this, one of the other ones is when I was watching, I'm going to say it right, it's going to happen, <laughs> <laughs> the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. When I was watching it, Sebastian Stan was very attractive in that, I thought. That was, like, the first time, I think, for me that I saw him, and I was like, oh, okay, I get you now. Like, because I think in the other ones I didn't quite get it, and I think it's, like, because of... I don't know if it's because of his whole he's haunting a villain blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah thing. But, like, in that one I was like, oh, okay, like, I get I get you. And, yeah, you do kind of look like Mark Hamill. It's a little... That's a little <laughs> bit weird to me. feeling too. it now. <laughs> <laughs> but I get it. But also, he's not really my type, like... As a person, I just, I think he was attractive in that one particular. Mm. And then, like, the only other one that I can particularly think about, because I was also trying to think about, like, women. I was going to say the like, Valkyrie. Valkyrie. The Valkyrie? Yeah, she's, I don't know if she's quite my type. The only one that I can personally think of is, I forget what her real actress name is. Uh, She's Darcy. Oh, I've that, never had a love for her. I just think that she's attractive. She's, she's my type in like a girl. That type of look. Cause I mean, for one thing, I like the like witchier kind of gothicier types. So yeah, I forget. I can't remember what her name is. Hold on. I'm gonna look it up real quick. Cause I'm gonna feel bad. I'm gonna say mine was probably Scarlet Witch, but that's more of like the wizard <laughs> look again. Kat Dennings. There we mm-hmm. go. Yeah, I like her. And then I mean, I do like Scarlett Johansson. Sometimes I go back and hers is too heavy half the time. I'm like, okay, I get it. (laughs) I have thought that Scarlett Johansson was more attractive in different movies. Like what was the one we were talking about this recently? It's um, what is it? uh, He's just not that into you. Is that what that is? She's in that movie. I think it's that yeah, one. Yeah, where she's with. Uh, Holy crap, she is she's so in attractive in yeah. that movie. Oh my gosh! Yeah, like, she's yeah, a babe. I go back and forth on her. There's times I like her more than others, but in that movie, I to was me, like, yeah, she's either a goddess or she doesn't even look real. right' yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, you're the pinnacle of like what you know the goddess women look like. And other times I'm like, are you a robot? You look really weird today. But yeah, I just tend to like in terms of that, I like kind of witchier gothic-y <laughs> i don't know why i'm just i'm a witchy person i guess i like that i also like red-headed ladies but i can't think of any like off the top of my head um she's in the daredevil marvel series oh yeah she's a babe <laughs> she does she very has a nice hair she has beautiful hair skin she's tall like she's got she does she oh and i think for her it's more i envy her hair her hair is like because it's like not even, like, super red. It's almost, like, blonde red. Yeah, it's that orange. Yeah, like, a very blonde red, which is good. But, yes, we are very <laughs> we are very off topic. Not really. We're okay. just talking about, like, appearances, like, what we yeah, like. Yeah, no. Yeah, on TV and things. You were just like, let's talk more about Marvel. So, anyway, a bunch of oh, other yeah. things. Oh, yeah. Oh, I guess I could mention the other one, which, again, I like my husband very much. I really like Ben Barnes. I think I've mentioned this a couple times. He's Jigsaw. He's the dude in Westworld. Like him a lot. I've no, he's the too other villainous. <laughs> well, the other thing is too is when he is in interviews, apparently he is like the nicest oh. guy, which is like baffles me that he is so good at playing a villain. He is too good, but yeah, guy from Westworld, Jigsaw. I don't know if you saw him, you probably know who this dude is, but like he's he's a lot like, um, oh, what's his name? I'm gonna say his actor name, Kylo Ren. Adam Driver. Driver. He's like Adam Driver, where it's like he's just got this face where like he he like deadens his soul and you're like, oh my gosh. He's empty. (laughs) Are you okay? Where's your soul go? Yeah. (laughs) He's so good at playing a villain. I'm also like I'm envious of that. Like I think if I was an actor, that's what I would want to do. I would just wanna be a villain. Like, fuck being the hero. I wanna play the villain. That's more exciting. (laughs) Yeah, I wanna like stab people because I'm angry and I want that. Yeah, villains live in gray while heroes are meant to stay in the light. So it's yeah. kind of just one of those. It's more fun. Now, I think we just mentioned her, but her name is Deborah Ann Wall. She is a babe. I'll say her. She's and... technically Marvel. <laughs> and she's got good hair. Great hair. Skin, yeah, face, can't... everything. About I can't her. think of, like, too many DC characters. I guess I do like Gal Gadot. Now that I think Gal-Gadot. about it. Yeah. I think it's though. I it? think is how you... But I'm... I, th- I think so. That's just how I've heard people pronounce it, but I do like her. I think I think I was like kind of weird about her first when they picked her for Wonder Mo- Woman, but I do like her. She works surprisingly for me. I think she's one of the few casting choices that does work for me. Superman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was he He's was the fine. Perfect star. It was there was a lot of weird things that happened when they were picking Superman, and I think like some of that has kind of like. Stuck in me a little bit. Yeah, because yeah, there was, like, a couple other people they were considering where I was like, man, they would have been a good Superman. And, like, they didn't pick them for really stupid reasons. And, yeah, that's that's a whole different topic. <laughs> it has nothing to do with Thank any you. of this. But, okay. So, what about personality wise let's talk about that because that's that's a slightly different one Mm. we could talk about i could talk about a very weird one that i I don't want to be like controversial but i know it's like kind of weird i have three very weird ones so (laughs) okay one that i'm gonna say that i'm gonna put right off the bat that i know is weird is i like Peter Parker and I do like the new Peter Parker now I will tell you yes I understand that he is like a teenager in the movies that's not really what I'm talking about I'm just talking about more like his personality that's the kind of person that I am in real life is like kind of nerdy kind of dorky kind of oh, like awkward. Yeah, yeah so like that type of thing like it does connect with me I'm like oh yeah I'm like that even though, yes, I understand that he's young. That's not what I mean. And then also, Tom Holland is an adult, so, like... It's not that weird guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also, there's been other Peter Parkers that are not in high school that are, yes. like, older. So... Then Peter Parker goes the whole entire spectrum of whole all realm. sorts of things. You know, there was that time he was a Japanese girl inside a robot. <laughs> yeah, you know... It is, <laughs> yeah. Well, I find I tend to go towards goofy people, like, sweet, endearing goofy people and so i kept thinking of video games so like alistair that's my boy like i love alistair and Garrus. like they're just both kind of awkward <laughs> like just these like good old boy awkward everybody types. loves Garrus. everyone they do. they you do. don't even know that you love Garrus. i already made this joke but you don't know but now you know again for the second time you yes. love Garrus. and then There was, like, I used to love Roseanne, that show, when I was younger. Mm -hmm. And Dan is, like, to me, like, one of the ultimate husbands. Like, he's Mm. just a huge goofball and, like, completely supportive, that kind of thing. Like, none of these people are dumb. None of these people are dumb. But you wouldn't sit there and be like, they're the most smart. Or, sorry, they're the smartest person in this entire show. You're like, they're definitely not that one. But they're not dumb. Like, I can't stand dumb people. Yeah. But I definitely like the Goofy kind of just like doesn't care enough to be the smartest one in the room. I did always though, on that note, and this is maybe slightly off topic. I did always like from Parks and Rec, like Andy and April. I love Ben. I would have married a Ben. <laughs> ben is good. Oh my gosh, the whole thing where him and Leslie are getting together. I cannot rewatch those seasons. Like I can't do it. It makes me so anxious and unhappy when they're not together. Like I'm like just That's the point, because they're <laughs> anxious and unhappy. Like, I know, but like more than almost any other show I've ever watched. Like I can re-watch Friends, like despite the whole Ross and Rachel thing. Like I'll I doesn't matter, but like that show, like that season where they're like figuring stuff out and they're not together, like it's But one of the bat- best episodes is when he's in the bat suit. And that's during that where he's like, oh no, Batman's crying. just <laughs> I love Ben. Ben is definitely, like, would marry Ben in a heartbeat. <laughs> oh, Ben is good. I didn't even think about Ben. Ben definitely yeah. is. Mm-hmm. I know for a while, too, one of mine was the 11th Doctor. So Matt Smith. I, I don't know what it was, but, like, I I think that was, like, around the time I really got into the Doctor. And I'm not really into it anymore. I don't really care about Doctor Who now. But, like, when I was really into it, I was just like, man, like this is awesome and like i i liked a lot of things i think about his personality in there like i liked the eccentricness and stuff and i really did like his relationship with um river i thought that that whole thing was interesting and yeah for like a while there he was like a yeah i like that <laughs> <That's>, guy <yes. laughs> i like that guy mm-hmm. um and then it was weird too actually i even totally forgot about this um oh crap let me look at her <laughs> name really quick hold on hold on hold on hold on I think one of my other weird ones would probably be Lucy Lawless. I'd marry that woman too. <laughs> I blame Zena. <laughs> that, I mean, yeah, that's fair. Mm. Oh, the other one that I was going to talk about, and I totally forgot about this. I don't know why, because for a long time, this was always my girl, was Lily James, which Lily James was the, like, the most recent live action Cinderella. She was in the Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. That was her... I don't know what it is about her. I just always like her. I find her attractive. It's one of these things. But then what was weird is for a while she was dating Matt Smith. So I was like, whoa. <laughs> My worlds are <there> <laughs> I was like, this weirds me out. Can, Can I, I be know. in a pod with you? <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't really do that, but like I would <laughs> for you. No, it was just... <laughs> that's funny (laughs) no it just was it was one of those things where I was like whoa I was like it's something like the universe has done a weird for me I don't know how to deal with this (laughs) well they're not together anymore but yeah I thought that was so funny (laughs) I don't know if I really like her personality wise but yeah that was one of the most bizarre things when they were together (laughs) because I was just like whoa (laughs) Yeah, um, and I don't know if there's, I'm trying to think if I have any other, like, of the Marvel ones that I'm missing. I don't think, like, there's too many from, like, the main core cast. Because, like, I'm not really, like, a Robert Downey Jr. girl. (laughs) That's a bit intense for me. He, also, he just is a little too old, I think, by appearance-wise. Not that I don't, like, he's a good-looking guy. He seems like a really swell person. It's nothing like that. It's just kind of a little too weird. Also, oh. I don't like Pepper Potts or Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Palt- I can't say her name. Gwyneth Paltrow. I don't like her, so then it's kind of, to me, like judging his judgment. <laughs> like, I don't, like you dated her, you can't date me now. Like, I used to be so bad about that yeah. when I was younger, where I'd be, like, talking to some guy, and I would know people he dated, and be like, well, your judgment's askew. <laughs> like I used yeah. to have to tell people like don't tell me the people you've dated like I know I shouldn't judge you on it but I can't yeah. help it <laughs> yeah I still definitely in like my heart of hearts feel very weird that Tom Hiddleston dated Taylor Swift like yeah. that is a very, a very odd... like I judge you for that slightly like it's like that's, <laughs> I mean that was a long time ago so whatever and like they didn't even date for that long but it still is like in my heart of hearts I'm like I don't know how to feel there's about something... this there's <laughs> something off now. (laughs) Yeah, but there was one. Who was I gonna say? Oh, Mark Ruffalo. I do kind of like Mark Ruffalo. He seems more like an uncle to me than a Yeah, but he just, like, he seems like a guy. He's a a sweetheart. Yeah. Some of the other ones don't seem like real people. No. Like Mm -hmm. Thor. I mean, well, in ways, I guess he seems like a real person, but not the real kind of person I would like. Some of his TikToks or whatever with his kids and stuff. I'm like, yeah, you seem a little more real. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's a fine guy. It's just... Yeah. I know I don't like Chris Pratt <laughs> anymore. Yeah, I think I liked him more when he was Andy. But, I mean, Andy was just kind of goofy, lovable. Yeah. Andy's a Labrador. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still love that when he got all beefy for the Guardians of the Galaxy and then he did, like, Parks and Rec, they're like, man, you've been working out? No, I just quit drinking beer. <laughs> like, that's, they just took that. That's all they yeah. did. That's how they explained that he was suddenly not chunky anymore. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that's perfect. Thank you. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think those are my main ones. I'm trying to think if there's even, like, things from, like, recent TV shows. That's the thing, though. I haven't really been watching a lot of recent TV shows. (sighs) I think those are my big ones. I think we did it. I think we did the episode. What? We're done? (laughs) It's been good. It's been good. We did the thing. We We talked about the things. You know, I don't know. Are we supposed to talk about Lord of the Rings more? Are we supposed to talk about... uh, Cards of the Caribbean. I don't know. That was a weird time. Do you like Thenduil because of his like that? silvery? Who? Thenduil like the um, moose guy? his dad? Um kind of but he was kind of a dick so that's kind his of. His eyebrows though. It's kind of more how I feel about him and also like now that I know this information that his so like when they did that movie Orlando Bloom was two years older than him mm-hmm. and so like, that like kind of weirds me out a little bit. It's just like I mean, I guess you're elves, whatever. But I just think that that's funny. And I think, like, he would go up to him and be like, Dad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Like, weird, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But, no, I... Yeah, I, like, I remember that being a thing and that I liked him. And I think I did even like him in Pirates of the Caribbean. But, like, I don't... Yeah, I don't think it was, like, something that lasted for that long. So as do most of my movie crushes, because I'm just not really that kind of a person. Like, I, I'm the kind of person where I view people as real people very, most of the time. And I know, okay, like, sometimes that's the way people are supposed to do things. And I know sometimes people don't, but like, that's kind of how I've always been. And it just kind of like weirds me out to a certain extent. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I like you, but like, Also, I don't know you, and that's kind of weird to me. Well, like with Henry Cavill, let's say he's, you know, he's my number one. Like, I've loved this guy forever. I still don't understand people that just, like, obsess over these people that aren't real to you. Like, they aren't, they don't know you. You don't know them. And as much as, like I said, I love Henry Cavill. I've seen every movie he's been in. I haven't, like, watched every interview or read everything about him. I've seen, like, him build a computer because that was all over the place. And it was awesome to watch. And I've seen, like, two or three interviews and the memes. Like, that's my level of Max obsession. I think him and, like, Bo Burnham. I did have, like, a slight thing for Bo Burnham in a very weird way. You have one blonde. I did have one blonde. There Um, you go. (laughs) But it was, like, one, he's our age. Mm -hmm. And, two, like, as a comedian, he was more himself- than like an actor would be it's still a performance and i do understand that but also even him just talking about people feeling that way for him and just being like what the fuck is wrong with you like the whole concept of all of it i really Mm -hmm. appreciated and it just felt like it was really relatable and kind of like Mm -hmm. he was a tangible person and because we've known like we've loved bo burnham since he was on youtube and like nobody so i did have a i don't want to say it's a crush but it was kind of like an appreciation and thinking that bo burnham and i would be friends if like, we came into contact yeah. with each other. And also, another one that I didn't mention that I just thought about is I do really like Kamal ninjani I think, like, I have that kind of same thing that you were talking about. Because, like, I watched... I liked really... I liked watching Big Sick. I don't mm-hmm. know if you saw Big Sick, but, like, because of the whole, like, comedy and, like, things and stuff. Like, that kind of stuff does relate to me a lot. And, yeah. yeah. And that was a cool movie, too. I really... a good movie. Like, interesting concept and... I liked a lot of the vulnerability in that movie because there were, like, a lot of times, like, he was, like, really struggling with, like, a lot of different things. And I thought it was, like, it was interesting, really, to kind of see that, like, especially, you know, because a masculine guy and, like, him, like, he was, like, really struggling, like, with a lot of these different things, like, religion and then, like, this girl, you know, almost dying and, you know, all this kind of stuff. I mean, go... Go watch that movie. It's a great movie. But yeah, I just, it was, I enjoyed that movie a lot. Yeah, I think there's a lot of actors that, I wouldn't call it a crush, like I said, with Bo Burnham. I just think that if we met as people, that we'd really get along. Like, I think we'd be really good friends. And so, like, Bo Burnham's one of those people. um, I have, like, a handful in my mind. Jack Black is definitely, I'm like, Mm. we would be best of friends. (laughs) Like, if I met Jack Black, he is my hero in a way. I even think that about The Rock, but The Rock is really friendly with, like, everybody. So yeah. that one's kind of... He does seem like a nice guy for... Yeah, he does. Sure. Jason Momoa, too, seems like a yeah, very I think nice he'd guy. he'd be a good friend. Good Although, buddy. I think I would have a hard time with Jason Momoa because he's, like, he's so huge. tall. And I'm so little. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I feel like, please, don't crush me. I forgot about an actor I wanted to mention. Zachary Levi. He plays Shazam. Oh, Because we were talking about, like, okay. heroes and stuff. Yeah. I love that boy. <laughs> I do. He's, I think I do like him, too. I like pretty much every character he's played. He seems like a real, like, sweetheart. And he's just like my... I guess he's another beefcake. My mm-hmm. mistake. He's not always a beefcake, though. He's just tall. So then he's either skinny or a beefcake. <laughs> like he can't be in between. <laughs> Poor no, thing. I mean... Yeah, I think he's the one who always reminds me of John John Mulaney. Is that how you say his name? Yeah. Like I see him and I'm like, oh, you guys look the same, and then I'm like, like, wait, your version. (laughs) I'm like, you're not the same. This is a different person. I don't know why. (laughs) He's one of those that really gets me. It's like there's a couple of those, like uh, I don't know, like Zoe Deschanel and like Katy Perry, three other people. Yeah, like that. Like yeah, yeah, that's (laughs) they can be twins. They all need. What they need to do is they need to get these people together and like do some kind of movie. I would that would be A <laughs> constant I would like love rotation that. without telling you <laughs> like yeah. what I thought I what? <laughs> or just like have them be sisters or like cuz there's some of them too. Like I've seen ones where it's like them like uh throughout each age. Like it's like like I've seen one before with um oh like um Joseph Gordon-Levitt like people will say he's like a younger version of Keanu Reeves basically. And it's like, I, that's what I want them to do that too. Like I want them to do like, some of the ages. Like yeah. I want it so bad. Just as badly as I want the like spider verse thing for them to have all the spider. <laughs> I I so this was passion for your passions with Julie and Krista, where we talked about relationships on the next episode. We're talking about Lord of the Rings y'all. It's yeah. happening. Happy birthday, Bilbo! We're doing it! Just the fellowship, though. <laughs> oh, right. Right. No, no. Cool. Well, I'm in kind of a weird mood today, so that's also just probably good for the podcast in general. Hey. I feel like the last two times we've done this, I was so tired. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I was too, so we're just kind of like... Bye. So it's just like, hey.
1: This hey. <laughs>
0: passion for your passions. <laughs> we're, uh just barely here. <laughs> we're hanging on. It was all beautiful it was in all Hollywood. Beautiful people <laughs> All of them. That's the thing. It's fine. That's Brendan Fraser thing. shout out. <laughs> yeah. Brendan Fraser. He's yeah. Brendan Fraser deserves the world. He does. He's the best of boys. He deserves the whole world. Did you see he almost cried when his fans were talking about how much they love and support him and he was just like I'm fine. (laughs) Yeah, you're a beautiful boy. We love you. Come Come back. Come back. Do something. I don't know. He is. He's in Doom Patrol and he's like doing two other shows. Like, and he's doing a movie that he's really excited about. Like, he's back in the world. I'm really happy about that. Yeah, that's good. I hope he does. I mean, honestly, I I support anybody doing stuff like that. Like, it's like, just do stuff that makes you happy. Do good. That's all. Yeah.